This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds is getting your pet to eat. When a pet's appetite changes, the owner picks up on it pretty quickly. Not licking the bowl clean in 30 seconds alerts an owner something is up. At first, you try to remember if the kids were sharing Oreo cookies with Fido earlier in the day, or recalling catching Pussycat on the counter diving into the bowl of tuna fish salad you made for lunch. So you wait until next meal, all the while observing your pet's demeanor, energy level, and looking out for any vomiting or diarrhea. When your pet misses a second meal and you think she's a little lethargic, you're on the phone to the vet. Which, by the way, your dog or cat knows this and will head for their hiding place as soon as they hear, Can I have an appointment to see Dr. Hunt? Inappetence is a symptom that covers a lot of diseases. Bowel obstruction, liver disease, kidney failure, cancers, or simply a high fever from an infection can cause inappetence. Once your vet sorts it out, makes a diagnosis, and recommends a treatment plan that may include giving medications, you may feel you are back to square one as to how to help your pet get back to eating, and your wallet is a little lighter. Getting your pet to eating during or after recovering from an illness can be very challenging and nerve-wracking. It is right to assume that if your pet isn't eating, it won't recover as quickly. But I want to interject that with dogs not eating for a few days, it's not a death warrant. They can tolerate going without a meal for several days without any ill effects. One thing I don't recommend is mixing or hiding medication in the food. This is a sure way to keep your pet away from the food dish. Your sick pet may have already developed an aversion to the food dish due to context-dependent learning, which means it has associated the food dish with the feeling of being sick. Kind of like you eating a sandwich at a restaurant, feeling ill later in the day, and associating the restaurant with your illness and never going back to that eatery again, regardless of whether the sandwich had anything to do with you feeling nauseous. With your pet, you may have to change the context of its newly formed aversion to its eating area and food in the dish. Here are some tips to change the context of your pet's eating situation. First, try changing the location of the feeding station. Move the dish from the kitchen to the back porch or a bedroom. Secondly, try changing the feeding dish itself. Remove the pet's food and water bowl and replace it with, let's say, a kitchen bowl. Third, change the temperature of the food. A food's smell is enhanced when warmed up and the texture changes as well. Lastly, be enthusiastic around the food dish. Talk in your upbeat, happy voice using familiar words and phrases associated with being a good dog or cat. I use this technique all the time while at the vet hospital. My staff got a chuckle watching me do this, but it worked, especially with cats. If I had a hospitalized sick cat that wasn't eating, I would get a small bowl of warmed up food, open the cage door, and place the dish between me and my patient. Then I would lean over the bowl and make funny yummy noises while stirring the food with my finger. Most of the time, the cat would at least come over to see what the heck I was doing, and nine times out of ten, at least take a bite of food. To make a food more attractive for a picky eater, you can try adding palatability enhancers. Cats seem to get interested in food enhancers such as fish oil, chicken broth, meat treats, and some special foods like Hills AD or Royal Canine Recovery. Dogs will go for maple syrup, honey, brown sugar, applesauce, Parmesan cheese, vanilla and sure, or 
ground-up dog treats. I don't recommend these enhancers if your dog is diabetic. Your vet or vet tech may have other tricks up their sleeves they learned from other cases over the years. So give them a ring if you get jammed up. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.